Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Online Coaching Podcast, the place where we talk about everything online coaching, including marketing, business models, tools, and mindset. Hello, thank you very much for joining me today. We're going to talk about content ideas, more specifically about how to never run out of content ideas. Now, we want to create content that people are actually looking for. So we're going to take a little bit of a different angle today. We're not going to talk about the usual, oh, find the five pillars of your business and write down the alphabet and think of an idea for each or, you know, take a look at your competition. We're not going to talk about these usual run-of-the-mill ideas. We're going to talk about keyword research, uh, which if you know anything about me, you will know that I am really quite keen on. So why am I so keen on keyword research? I am very keen on it because it's giving me a real picture of the real world. It's not something that I have made up. There is no guessing. There is no making up ideas. There is no copying your competition, which is a big mistake because your competition, especially for coaches, they are never going to be exactly the same kind of people that you want to attract. Even if you are offering exactly the same thing, a perfect match client for you is not going to be the same perfect match client for your competitors. So by copying their strategy, what you're really doing is attracting potentially the wrong kind of people. So the system I'm going to teach you today is actually a small part of the blueprint that I use, the profitable content method. That's a small part of the blueprint that I use with my clients. And it is the most important part. And, you know, you're going to find a lot of training out there about keyword research, which is the key to finding content that people are looking for. However, keyword research can be done in a lot of different ways. For coaches, it needs to be done in a very human way, which means that the research of your ideal client and the way you connect that to your keyword research is absolutely key to your long-term success. I was actually talking to a client yesterday and I was telling them how you don't need a lot of traffic. A lot of my clients, even myself, my website doesn't have thousands and thousands of visitors a month. I get around 500, 600 visitors a month, unique visitors, and that is more than enough to keep my one-to-one sessions super booked up, even my waiting list, yeah? In fact, my next step is going to be to actually channel the people that come from SEO into my group program because I cannot keep turning people away because... You know, it's, I have too many leads coming from my website and the conversion rate is super close to 100% because I have done my research when it comes to the ideal client. I have also done my research when it comes to the keywords and I have put the two together and I have a solid content plan, which I follow every week. Uh, I blog twice a week. I do try to hit three per week when I can. But most of the time, I actually prefer to focus on the quality and that works absolutely fine. So how do we do keyword research and how are we going to get it right for our coaching business? And how is it going to give us content ideas? 
Now, again, as a podcast, it's a little bit hard to not do this visually. In fact, in the show notes, I'm going to link. I have a, a blog post that actually shows how to do the keyword research with, with screenshots. I also encourage you to download the freebies from my website. I will actually link it to the podcast as well, to the podcast show notes, because I encourage you to jump on my email list because a couple of times a year, I actually run a free keyword research training. It's actually a client attraction training, but one of the key topics that we tackle is actually keyword research. So if you want to learn how to do this properly, I highly recommend that you download one of my freebies and jump on my email list so that you're there when I open the free training. But getting back to the content. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you know your ideal client well. You should not start your keyword research before you know your ideal client well. Now, I can already hear some of you say, oh, maybe I'm too much in the beginning of my business. I haven't worked with so many people. Maybe I've worked with people that are so diverse. I'm still not sure who's going to be my ideal client. So the first thing you've got to do is pick. Pick. Think of the ideal situation, the kind of people you'd want to work with if money was no object, if money was not a problem and getting clients was not a problem, which of these clients would you pick? Which ones do you feel are a natural connection or have a natural match with you? And then start defining this ideal client. So you would want to think of what they do, what their life is like, what their family background is like, what their business looks like what they want to do in life, if they don't have a business, of course, the kind of pain points that you're resolving and helping them with. So you need to build a really nice detailed picture of this ideal client. And once you've done that, you should have a list of all the struggles that they're dealing with, small and big. And I say small and big because I see a lot of people focusing on the big problems like being stuck, going through a divorce. But what really makes keyword research powerful is focusing on the little, on the small struggles. Like, for instance, instead of focusing on, you know, dealing with a divorce, you know, if I go to keyword research tool, which again, I'll, I'll link you to my favorite keyword research tool, in the show notes, because it's one of the few tools that actually allows you to keep a really nice track of your keyword research by saving it to a list. So basically what you want to do is you want to go to the micro struggles. So let's say if you're a divorce coach, you might be looking at keywords around divorce. But when you look at sort of more specific things, like for instance, how to find the right attorney or how to find a particular form. Maybe they're looking for a particular form that they need to fill in to process something in the courts. So whatever is a daily small struggle, even things maybe how to discuss with your husband about, you know, your children's arrangements after divorce, anything that is a smaller struggle, anything that is real every day, anything that they're going to need to really tackle is going to make a fantastic keyword. So by going more niche, and this is something I know you have heard ad nauseum, you have heard it, oh my goodness, all the time from everybody. But the truth is that 
when you niche down, so if you become as specific as possible, it's going to be really easy for you to understand what the specific problems are. Now, if you're creating content like uh, videos on YouTube or blog posts on your website, this is something you don't need to worry about too much because you can actually align two different ideal clients and have different content for them because people are going to find you through searches. So you don't need to worry about confusing people. You know, you need to worry about that on social media. You cannot talk to more than one different person on social media. But when it comes to SEO and also when it comes to um, making videos and putting them on YouTube, these are found by searches. So you can actually have more than one ideal client and they're going to find your content and they're going to come to your in your orbit. They're going to come into your universe through this little window, which is that keyword, which is defining the struggle that you resolve. So this kind of makes it very easy as well for new coaches. So if you're a new coach and you don't really know what your keywords might be, you don't really know who you're going to specialize in yet. You don't know how you're going to niche. What you need to do is you need to think of all the struggles that you, your particular coaching and your services are going to resolve. And then what you do is you go to a keyword research tool and start trying to find all the different struggles that you resolve and what people are punching into Google and other search engines connected to these topics. This will give you amazing insight into how the people who have these particular problems are actually thinking. And it could really actually set you up for creating some fantastic content because you will be able to see the kind of questions they're asking, the kind of, you know, the kind of topics they're, they're putting in. The longer the phrases, usually, the more the information they're going to give you. Now, let's get down to the technical side. So what you want to do is you want to find a tool. Um, the, f- the tool I use is called Keyword Finder. I know it's like <laughs> if you type that into Google, there's no way you're going to find it because they're all keyword finders. Uh, but I am going to put a link in, in my show notes uh, for this particular episode. So and then, yeah, you know, once you've got the tool, you log in and usually you can pick whether you want to find keyword research traffic for your particular area or internationally. Of course, if you're working online, you know, borders are usually not a problem, so you can go for international. And then what you want to do is you want to punch in your keyword You can even start with a broad topic, Uh, ideally not super broad. So not like one word, you know, you want to have at least two words. So for instance, let's say if you're a life coach uh, and you help people get unstuck, you know, you would, you would say get unstuck in life or get unstuck at work or uh, whatever, wherever your client has that kind of struggle. So you, you can be pretty specific and still be quite broad. And then what you'll find is that the tool itself is going to give you not only the traffic, if the keyword has any traffic of that particular keyword, but it's also going to give you, um, you know, all these other recommended keywords with their traffic. And this is where the gold is, because this is where all your ideas can come from. You can literally type in a particular topic and see so many different angles. And the cool thing is that you can actually see the traffic. So you'll be able to see which ones are being searched more, which ones, you know, 
are not being searched so much, maybe different ways of actually expressing the same thing. Sometimes, you know, this happens in every industry. Very often the words we use are not the same words our clients are using. So that is a very important thing because the keywords will actually show us what words our clients are using. So what you want to do is you want to take, make a big list of these keywords. And I can assure you, keyword research is a big rabbit hole. It's, it's really difficult to come out of. So give yourself a time limit or a keyword limit. So say you want to find 50 ideas, 50 keywords, you know, give yourself an hour and make sure that you cap it because it's really easy to spend half your day and like have hundreds of keywords. And then you won't know where to start, where to begin to actually start sorting them. So keep a lid on it because um, it is a lot of fun, actually. And it can drive you a little bit crazy if you find too many. So make sure you don't have too many and you're, you're good to go. The great thing about using this keyword research approach to find ideas is that you can pick the ones that already have traffic. And perhaps start off with the ones that don't have a lot of competition because they can be hard to rank for. And then you already know that your blog posts and your videos are going to be, you know, optimized, that people are already going to be looking for those particular topics. Of course, it takes a lot more than just finding the keyword to optimize your blog post and optimize your YouTube videos for search and, you know, to be found. Um, you can do that with your podcasts as well and any other medium that you're using. However, um, of course, this is an in-depth topic and we won't be covering it on this particular podcast. Um, but, you know, stay tuned because I'm sure it's something we will cover in the future. Um, but one of the things you want to keep in mind is that there is already traffic out there. So you are going to be sort of relax and you can rest assured that there is traffic out there and people are going to respond. And of course, you can also then share these blog posts and share this content on social media. And it's going to attract people more because these are the natural struggles. These are the natural words. These are the natural topics that people out there are looking for. Now, especially if you want to have content that is question based, there are other tools you can use out there, like Answer the Public. The only problem is that these sites don't actually give you an idea of which ones are more popular, which ones are being searched. So what you can do, you can actually use something like Answer the Public. Um, if you Google it go to or go to answerthepublic.com, you will find this website. You can put in a topic and you'll get a lot of questions. I will link that in the show notes as well. And you can then, after that, maybe take them into your keyword tool and find out if they have traffic. So that's just another alternative for you if maybe you are a bit short of ideas and you don't really know your ideal client. I hope that this has helped you. It will definitely, if you follow this step by step, it will definitely mean that you never, ever run out of content ideas again. And it's not just regular content. It's content that already has an audience. So it's a real no brainer. You're going to feel so much better about sitting down and creating this content because you don't have to wonder whether it's going to hit home with your audience. The only thing left will be to optimize it a little bit later. But until then, good luck with your content ideas. And I hope you'll join me again for next week's episode. Take care. Did you enjoy this episode? 
If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.